What's up, guys? Welcome to Grim After Dark, where we bring you the latest unreal news and unqualified analysis from the grim darkness of the far future. I'm your host, John, and I'll be guiding you through the tumultuous events of the 41st millennium and beyond. So grab your dice, assemble your miniatures, and get ready for some epic battles and hilarious hijinks. It's going to get pretty grim after dark. Uh, joining me on the show is my good friend and fellow Warhammer fanatic, Danny McDevitt. Welcome in, Danny. What was that? <laughs> It's literally the same intro that I've used for the last, like, uh, month or so. Have you been practicing in front of a mirror? Like, I'm really proud of you. That was, like, very well delivered. Yeah, no, you're welcome. I like the flourish with the dice. Like, that was... No, there's actually no dice. This is my backup micropack when the one I'm wearing dies. Uh, So that's just being professional. I thought it was a big dice, like an oversized one. And I was like, okay, because, like, we're, we're talking about gaming. (laughs) <laughs> that's true that's true i'm gonna yeah. get dice for next time uh, also joining us as ever from now on is our intrepid producer uh, extraordinaire uh tricky dick hopefully Woo! yeah uh it's still hot back here uh it's a it's a goddamn train wreck that's that's all i can tell you uh i i gotta go fight these fires it's true uh, guys, what uh, you don't really understand or, or know is that it's actually the brand new uh, white screen video that causes his computer uh, to burst the <laughs> studio on fire. It's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is true. Yeah, forty-two percent computer usage. Yes, at least. And that causes it to burst into flames. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, I'd hate it to is, see fifty percent. <laughs> I don't even know what to tell you. It is. It is a Mac. Uh, to be fair. Uh, uh, self-proclaimed <laughs> but uh, for the next week, I think we have a very well edited picture to show oh right yeah uh, boom. maybe oh no not that's not it that's them boom yep. no no that's not the one that's <laughs> them <laughs> don't, don't look behind the curtain don't look behind <laughs> oh the curtain <laughs> It's so sophisticated. <laughs> Hold on, enhance. We're at we're at twenty two percent. We still got a little more juice in this guy. Whew. Wow, we did it! Beautiful. The skill. Yeah. Also, look at how so, gorgeous this picture is. This? I tell you, hours of work. Uh, hours. I see in chat saying that HPE machine is doing the Lord's work. Oh Sir, God! Get to see this. Uh, oh. Is this a Van Gogh? I'm just really. It's I'm, beautiful. I'm this is. Speechless. I like that they could. So, <laughs> They couldn't even erase the letters behind Heffelfinger. They just like went over top of it. Yeah. <laughs> I will just have a, you know. It's just a white text uh, box. God. That and all like all of the budget went into the production. Set, yeah, that's okay? it. So leave me alone. We show it once um, a show. Also, <laughs> if everything really? goes right, once yeah. a show. Yeah. But yeah, so for the next couple of weeks, we're going to be asking uh, where in the world is Val Heffelfinger. Uh, Danny, if you can look at this next picture and help describe where Val Heffelfinger is this week. Okay. Um, so what this appears to be is a uh, <laughs> a map uh, oh, wow. like using a map. Google Maps uh, with a pin in it uh, on a that's labeled Guantanamo Bay Airport. So this looks like maybe uh, South Central Cuba. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so yeah, exciting news. Uh, this is, uh, kind of implying, uh, that Val is, uh, being held in Guantanamo Bay. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, is that that? Is that what that's implying? I I, I, I think so. Is that is that the joke? Did I explain it? Did I, I do I the thing? I, I'm genuinely concerned about him now. Uh, but yeah, that's fine. No, <laughs> he's fine. It was all part of the deal. Uh, that is kind of our, our big news. Uh, we did want Val himself wanted to be here to uh, help announce. Um, however, he decided to instead not be here. He chickened um, that's out the story. Chickened out. Yeah. But Coward. guys, good news. Uh, this is the penultimate episode of Grim After Dark on the Frontline Gaming Network. Um, Danny, any any thoughts on that? It's. You know, it's a it's it's a bittersweet day, John. It um, is a bittersweet day. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Two I, years. I don't know if it's bittersweet. My, I'm really excited for all the time I'm gonna have. Uh, <laughs> That's true. That's true. Fair, fair. Um, so yeah, guys. Uh, after next week, uh, we will no longer be uh, performing Grim After Dark uh, on the Frontline Gaming Network. We are actually going to be spinning off. Uh, and kind of having our own feed or our own show um, away from Frontline Gaming. Now, uh, obviously, we love uh, Frontline Gaming and everything they've done to help us support. They're going to still stay with us uh, uh, as sponsors. Uh, so mm-hmm. definitely use your tinyurl.com forward slash 40 grim. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, uh, after that, uh, chat's coming in yeah. at TFG Radio. Welcome, judges, saying called mob rules. Not yeah. anymore if you catch that YouTube channel. Uh, <laughs> I'm, now this that is, YouTube channel. This, this is really awkward, guys. I just remembered I totally forgot to tell Seth, and he's in chat. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Seth. Seth. the Mad Dog. Yeah. First, my parents divorced, and then this. So, yeah, um, Dickie's going to be coming with us, producer. Really, uh, we want to help Frontline for everything they've offered us, but this is a great opportunity for us as a show uh, to continue doing this. Guys, we're going to have more episodes of Mob Rules, kind of more focused on the, the actual gaming part of 40K. Uh, we have plans to do some, like, hang and paints, uh, play, maybe play some games, do some weird stuff like that. Uh, but uh, all in all... Uh, super excited for the future. So that's starting in two weeks from now. Um, if you go to, if we look at this next slide here that was, again, very professionally made. Oh, just beautiful. <clears throat> what font is that? Grim After Dark. Uh, that is Ariel. Sir. Ooh. Uh, but you oh, can find Grim After Dark on YouTube. If you go to tinyurl.com forward slash grimdark40k. And our podcast feed is going to be tinyurl.com forward slash grimpod40k. Um, Big Papa SC, how does one follow the new Grim? Right there. Yeah, I actually threw it in the uh, notes yeah. too. Tinyurl.com forward slash grimdark40k. Uh, we won't really be changing. Yeah. Uh, we'll just be allowed to use the F word more than once an episode. <laughs> yeah. That's a lie. I hope uh, you guys we were ready, n- We were never holding back. Can we look at some of the wild <laughs> reasons that people think that we're leaving? They're so good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> guys, go throw it in. Yeah. Why, why, let's, why, G- why are we leaving? GW's buying Frontline game. Gaming real, huh? That's. <laughs> <laughs> that can't that can't be can't real. Be real. Get out of here. Yeah, TFG Radio saying that's why we never joined the FLGN uh was because <laughs> they could only use the F word once. Um F obviously stands for uh score counting. Um and then when is Grim Dark Fantasy Podcast? That's oh, something that might come So soon. Down. Yeah. So soon. So soon. So while we're playing around for this stuff here, uh, let's go on to our new bit that I started doing last week. Danny, we got some new releases coming up this week. Uh, you can pre-order them from this Saturday oh. at 
tinyurl.com forward slash 40k, crim 40k for all of your frontline gaming goodness. We have um, the Primaris Nerf Marines coming out. Dude. It's Nerf Maris or nothing. Danny, tell me about these, or at least what I we am... can tell about these. <laughs> it, they're so good. <laughs> I mean, we can. T- I mean, you saw the rules preview today. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, they are uh, what a unit! Like what just, a unit! You can, yeah, you, you <laughs> can just walk out from behind a wall and like shoot like 10 crack rockets and then also shoot like 10 d3 indirect blasts at something you know you could it's easy to make marines two plus to hit and like you can just absolutely lay waste to whole people's armies with that uh that is a wild unit not super durable but man they seem great oh please but paint them maybe just- interesting design choice let's put it that way yeah Ugh. Uh, yes, uh, they're going to be, uh, very oppressive if they are priced, uh, fairly. Um, and obviously just find a nice little ruin to hide them behind, uh, and then yeah. who cares? Um, and then someone asked, is it supposed to still be Val? Yeah, Val will still stay with the show. Uh, he was part of the deal, um, in order for us to yeah. safely leave, we had to yeah. take Val with Yo, us. Yeah, GW, um, GW didn't want him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we do... Uh, I said I would do this every week. Moving on. That's all the exciting stuff. End of the Death is coming out as well. Part one. Uh, the first bit. It's an amazing book, guys. Buy it. Um, we're not even going to go into the part that we talked about. Uh, the GW cart system for pre-orders. In which case, I spent Sean. 45 minutes trying to get two books. Wow. And I had The minutes. End of the Death. The End of the Death in my cart. The special edition. Ready to go. Ready to spend my $80. And then... The, the cart wouldn't load, and then it said, hey, the web store is closed for maintenance. And I'm like, no, it is not. <laughs> and then when I went back, it's gone. Oh, so now I have just brutal. the poor that little sucks. poor man $30 version of it. But uh, oh. what I've read so far, obviously completely legitimately, uh, the book is amazing. Uh, super excited to, to read the rest of it here. What's it about? Um, <laughs> it's the end and the death. Mm-hmm. Of, um, of, of everything. <laughs> the end of what? <laughs> And the death of who? Uh, and the death. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm. I will say I've read about the first 80 to 100 pages of it um, mm-hmm. so far. Uh, if you were to take a shot, every time a character said the end of the death in the same sentence, yeah. uh, you would <laughs> you would die about halfway wow. Uh, wow. halfway along. They say it a lot. Uh. Um, <laughs> Samus is the end of the death. There's a guy... Uh, uh, my favorite thing is it reminded me, and I think Danny, I showed you this. It reminded me of uh-huh. Taylor, uh, of okay. Taylor fame. Uh, yeah. One of the lines was, "The man beside him, an auxiliary sergeant whose name Centurio will never know, dies of fear. He simply dies and drops. He does not scream or flee, but his mind and heart give up, and he simply dies. Huh. Uh, that is the most Taylor way of dying uh, that I can imagine. We're just like peace and nope. just falls." <laughs> Just mentally ceases to exist. Just, nobody knows <laughs> yeah. how it just happened. <laughs> oh, Kara Quintara letting me know that the end of the death is on eBay for 600 bucks. Oh, uh, Jesus, a little out of my, so my much. pressure. So much. Uh, please, oh guys, uh, be petty. Uh, report those listings <laughs> as uh, violating eBay's terms of service. You don't physically have the product in hand. I'll say much more depressing, Danny. Uh, And Dickie here. Uh, We have a Winning Dings Dice update. Boom! Uh, Last week, I did actually email someone about these beautiful Winning Dings Dice. 
Um, but here's the deal, Danny uh, yeah. uh, and Dickie. Yeah. Shit's expensive. Uh, um, the really sources we uh, looking at the the company we emailed, and we're going to try some different ones here. Um, each individual dice. Uh, would end up being about ten dollars. Oh Jesus! Amazing. That's powerful. <laughs> that's, that's... Um, so wow. As much as I want to sell a hundred and twenty dollar cube of dice that are unusable <laughs> in most games, uh, we are going to uh, try sourcing uh, from some other cheaper places. Yeah. Um, so we're going to search far and wide. Big Papa SC saying sold. Uh, I love you. Thank you. Uh, we are not spending eight hundred dollars on dice <laughs> to sell at one hundred twenty bucks at a time. Um, but yeah, it's coming. Danny, what are your thoughts about the impending winning dings dice uh, when we find someone willing to do it for you know, literally like, no money? We're going to look. This isn't a journey that's completed in one day. No. Sometimes it's going to take a long time to walk to Mordor and Mordor at Mount Doom, in this case, being the supplier of winged dings dice. <laughs> so, you know, this is going to be a quest and we're going to continue. We're never going to quit. No. Because uh, really, how can people even play 40K without confusing yeah. the confusing the fuck out of their opponents well thank goodness we're going to our own uh our own little part of the world where we can ask for people to help us out with the purchase of wingding dice yeah brought it yeah. back Shilling. we'll get there we'll Shilling. get there never forget <laughs> my puppet's doing some weird stuff yeah nobody can hear john that's pretty great. oh great again with the mic you <laughs> son of a gun <laughs> <laughs> do you need to go do you need to take the fire extinguisher down to the server room or is it uh how's the smoke down there uh, let me, wait uh, the black that's not no, that's not just here, the server room oh. you're not in there still are you yeah can i be heard now? yes i can hear yes. you All right, perfect i was gonna say people might say why not just fly the eagles to mordor uh in which the, in this analogy <laughs> be why don't use child labor uh from an overseas country well, yeah no i can answer the question because okay, the yeah. falcon has a weak back <laughs> oh jesus <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here wow. shots fired wow yeah. big shots fired yeah you, hashtag you gotta love back. it <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Woo. oh now we can't hear you again <laughs> great <laughs> <laughs> you guys Use the I crappy, crappy mic. Not Use big the crappier FLG mic. Trying to silence John. Yeah, like, this is clearly frontline gaming. Sorry, guys. Yeah, it's... no, this is this is purely us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> peak us. Let's I go see. Go uh, mad, guys. Oh, good. Yeah. There, there, he, is. there he is. Let's move on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, perfect. Um, spiky bits. Oh. Let's. <laughs> Oh, we lost you again. Perfect. Totally makes sense. What is this dude? <laughs> Here, let me go check the fire in the engine room. Let's see what's happening down there. No, that's... <laughs> uh, hey. It seems like... Is that within normal temperature tolerance? Yeah, this is normal. This is normal. Oh, yeah. shit. The red light... The red flashing light is not good, though. What is that? What does that even mean? Well, that means that we're, we've clearly moved to uh, a bullshit of, of uh, production quality. That's what that means. Uh, we just... Here's Danny. Everything will be fine just as long as yeah. we don't get a siren and uh, a self-destruct. 
<laughs> oh, great. Oh, you know what our shit. podcast listeners would love to hear? Yes. <laughs> well, Danny, I hate to tell you this, but you can't hear it, but I can. It's a self-destruct oh. warning. Oh, God. Oh. I'm only doing this to delay so John can get a proper mic and get back on the show. But you know what? For you guys, this is why we're doing this. Go. Are, are I, we back? Oh, I can. Oh, yeah. Well, I, can I mean, hear. you're you're here. Oh, hold on. Are you? Hey. Hey. Okay. John, immediately start into a story so we can make sure that this works yeah. or not. Okay. So, one time, uh, four little people yeah. uh, decided to return some stolen jewelry uh, to a, a different area of the Ooh. world. Uh, the entire time, they, they walked a lot. Sometimes they sang songs. Sometimes they wow. ate. Yeah, the know. most important thing to remember, though, is they were very intolerant of other cultures the entire time that they went across. They do. Um, like I rocks, know, the uh, they did not like those guys, even though they did really nothing yeah. uh, negative in any sort of way. And then there was people uh, who were just cloak people, and they didn't like fabric. You should, so, you should you talk know, to they... people about the super chat that we just got as well. Did we just get a super yeah. chat? I literally shut everything down and did not see the super chat. <laughs> I, you know what? In I can, sheer I can, frustration. I can tell people about it. Uh, so, yeah. N scope. I would imagine that's no scope, right? N scope thirteen. Uh, I think so yeah, which is a great name. Yeah, it is a good name. Uh, Five dollars. This is the most entertaining show I have ever seen. <sighs> Must have been a lie, really. Look, yeah. No offense, but yeah. you need to get out. More. You need to see more shows. Like, is what <laughs> yeah, there's. <laughs> So much better content out there. <laughs> yes, you're totally right. Oh, we lost your mic again. <laughs> Love that we went through his whole story. <laughs> his whole story. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, man, this forced perspective. I tell you, it's really John good. does have a big head, though, you yeah. guys. It's just not that big. Here, why don't we, why don't we go back to the uh, the <laughs> server room and see how it's doing? Yeah, John's oh, shoot. The self-destruct is still on. Oh, man. This is the worst. <laughs> Great. I, you know what? I, I really wish that this were, like, a real gag. Like, I really want this to be a gag. All right, guys. We're just going to go tinny as hell. Oh, uh, this is, this is uh, the China mic. Okay, got it. This is, yeah, this is this is the best microphone oh. Logitech can fit inside a stream camera. Did you just say That's China? right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right oh beautiful okay i'm gonna be back uh we're gonna we're gonna let this happen we're gonna edit uh, this is all gonna be edited out for the real listeners it's no big deal we got this that's right you guys are is not it? real listeners <laughs> yeah it's not gonna be edited out at all because it's really funny no this is no. this is all gold no. this is all gold this is great this is gonna be a new intro video <laughs> guys spiky bits let's do a show we have a show Whoa. here in between yep. my mic we, yep we got it love it um, Spiky Bits came up with this amazing article saying that they profit off of Games Workshop, uh, telling people to profit off of Games Workshop uh, using their sales tactics against them for free. Wow. Danny, um, what are some of Games Workshop's sales tactics in their Warhammer stores? Um, well, uh, so the, <laughs> the first one of these is Awkward Conversation. And I really think that you can maximize this uh, in a, in a variety of scenarios. Um, uh, I know I use it all the time when I don't want to talk to somebody, um, and it works out fantastically. So, 
They have so I just saw Anyway, I'm surprised Spike Events, though, like, is taking chat. any advice from Games Workshop. They All they write are, like, these hate articles, so... Yeah. Um, yeah. Why do they keep reusing so, the same art, too? Like, come on, guys. Hey, Dickie, if we can go back to... Uh, if we can go back to slide one. Yeah, uh, we'll, let's we'll talk about you, good Photoshop, I'll, how much that costs. I'll tell you why they keep using reusing the same art. Uh, Bam! Because art's really... Really a good art is expensive. Man, uh, that's a good art. Man, uh, that's, <laughs> that's that's something special Touch. right there. <laughs> God, the perspective is amazing. Such I think art. it's kind of cubist in a way. Like and yes. uh yeah. 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 Is it a Picasso? Uh, it may it might be. It, who knows? Might be. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, so how, what are, what are these sales tactics? How can we stat check? Screw you guys. Yeah. But, but we love you. Um, how can you profit off of GW using these sales tactics of making you buy brushes and paint? At, at, at really expensive prices? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. How do you profit off of that though? <laughs> do, you, do you, do you jack up the prices even higher? Is that like, so Ooh. do they just double down? Oh, like the so famous thing, chicken sandwich from uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah, what they might do. Them, this might be a like a, a barcode switching scam. Oh, so what you're doing is you're grabbing like <laughs> the Memphis red oh, paint. It's definitely straight fraud. That's their that's 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 their plan. Like, <laughs> um, Kara Quintero is really just digging into my heart with the end yeah. of the death, the news with buy limited edition books and resell them on eBay. Um, you monster, but yeah, that's obviously a really good way to profit <laughs> off of GW. Callback. Um, excellent callback, yeah. A hamburger in the Rio as well is also super expensive. Uh, but yeah, spiky bits, please. That, that doesn't make sense. Hey, Danny, uh, other question on this should I have read the article to figure out how to profit off that's of my next question? Yeah, no. Them? No. I would, no, so I would personally, this okay. is my personal recommendation, I would advise against reading any articles on spiky bits. If you can just avoid doing that, I think you'll be you'll be a much happier person. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Um, hey, uh, we're gonna move on uh, and hope that my voice doesn't cut out again. Nah, uh, this mic's gold. I this called... mic's for rock star. Yeah, this. this is perfect. Yeah, yeah. Val's not gonna. Be oh, he's gonna be so mad. But all. I mean, he's not here. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's in Guantanamo. Yeah. We already established that. John, that microphone uh, is as powerful as the <laughs> Three Gorges River Dam. <laughs> <laughs> Bits Hammer, the next slide is called Bits Hammer Should Stop Engaging with Porn Artists. And this is why. Um, We have here on Twitter, it says, Rule 34 artists, if your 40K orcs aren't wearing strap ons to have sex, they're not canon. Everyone can thank for the Emperor. Uh, To which Matt the Scrap Heap replies, They're (laughs) using squigs. Uh, Danny, please explain. (laughs) What a good name. Okay, so a squig. Wait, hold on. I got to go back further. Okay. Uh-huh. Let's let's start up talking about mushrooms first. So, like, oh orcs are like, <laughs> no, okay, yeah. So basically, what this is talking about is a is a squig strap on, John. That's oh, the implication okay. here. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Because orcs don't have wouldn't, gender. Wouldn't it not be a strap? Because like the way the hair squig works. It, yeah, it would be a bite on. Bites. So it would be like a bite on. Right. Um. So in this case, is there also a complimentary vagina squig? 
because orcs are genderless. Now, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. That does not to say that orcs don't possess an anus. It's very clear that they do from a lot of implications in the lore. Uh-huh. Wait, how, okay, well, 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 let's okay, let's go back, like uh, in front of the mushrooms, but before that, where in the okay, lore? I think we're talking about it, mushrooms either way here. <laughs> where in the lore does it imply that orcs have anuses? Because they, uh, why else would they go to the drops? They talk about that all the time. They also build a lot of like uh, idols of Mork and Gork out of dung, and they say that like in the book. So, and there's squigs that specifically live in the orc cesspits. Like, there's they that's where they and they find a lot of food there. So it's kind of like part of their ecosystem. The orc ecosystem is pooping, but mushrooms don't poop. John, mushrooms aren't sentient or mobile or, I mean, we can keep talking about this, but I don't think I need to. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, going back to the dick squig, um, oh, no. is yeah. this a okay. case of uh, the traditional org values of the biggest and the best? Or is this a time for our short kings to stand forward? You know, <laughs> it's not about physical <laughs> pleasure. It's about emotional pleasure in this case. So either dominance or 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 something similar. I feel like this this th- that would have to be the reason for this. If, um, orc lore, yeah, and Seth the Mad Dog can check and correct me on this. Is that if you believe something, I don't think yeah. it is true. Oh, so if you believe that you have the biggest dick squid, <laughs> well that reduce the size of everyone else's in the universe interesting or will that Maybe. increase your own i you know i guess it's a matter of how wish fulfillment works with orc psychic powers like you know like huh. is it by the bare minimum or is it like do the up is there a lot of orcs wishing this or thinking this yeah. Can I, I can know. I just say that it's really great that we announced that we're leaving uh the FLGN network and we're just double down on dick jokes cuz I'm looking at the next slide. So Well, well here's the deal, we can't be fired. Yeah. So we are anymore. Gone. We quit. Uh, yeah. You can't fire me, I quit. Me, me. Wait, we're I not going to get unemployment. <laughs> Dude, come on. Uh, Danny, you're a lawyer. You legally can be fired after you quit. That's just the law. Um that's, I know. That's, that's all it is I, there. Yeah. Yeah, but if we quit, we don't get unemployment, John. Oh shit, that's true. Oh, man, we better I'm calm screwed. down with the dick uh, jokes. We, we made. We're gonna calm down with the dick jokes, guys. Yep. Uh, next slide. Well, yep. no, no more dick jokes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, Danny, what are we looking at? Wow. Here? <laughs> Just wow. Yeah. Well, that's what I knew. I, this is what I said. Fantastic. I'm. You know, this makes me happy. What we're looking at here, uh, it's a picture uh, with the caption. In in my in my head, the orc didn't know what he was looting. It just felt right in his hands. So, dot dot dot. It is a. Uh, it appears that a joystick also has uh, a phallic object. Looks like maybe a dildo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. A pink dildo. Um, my main question here yeah. is: Why do you think the the creator uh, who created this, made this, painted it, modeled it? Um, felt the need to tell people that it felt just right in the orc's hand. You know, that might be some projection, John. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just felt right. Um, how restrained How restrained was this modeler uh, to not put the in the middle of the seat? 
You know, there may be like too much of a reference to like, you know, Max Bicycle and Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And maybe they didn't want to like quite go that far. Yeah. But they wanted to go. Founder 40,000. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and then let's close out this slide here before we, we, we grow up a little bit and stop talking about Willie's. Um, Fat chance. Yeah. I, I can't. What? Go ahead. <laughs> what are, what are some sex toys of the forty first millennium? Well, I mean, we've seen those at home, man. Uh, I mean, we did a whole joy toy like episode, basically. <laughs> yeah, we did. Fair. We had we had butt plugs from Art of War too at one point. Remember? Oh, True. That's right. Oh, yeah, the competitive yeah, uh, the competitive aids. <laughs> Which one was the <laughs> biggest? <laughs> Which it was Mark Perry's, wasn't it? Oh Mark yeah, the Perry, yeah, the Perry, the Perry, the Perry was uh, a premium product. Yeah. If you if you no, the Harpster has been redesigned for the twenty three season. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, so that's the winner. Cool. Yeah, yeah, so it's the winner now. Yeah, um, that's okay. No more talks uh, about nudity and stuff. Let's just move forward. No more body talk. Uh, let's pull up the next slide here. See, uh, it- damn it, Dicky. <laughs> uh. This slide here. It's called uh, The Time of Mangron has Passed. The Age of Asgron has Begun. Uh, Danny, can you say why that might be an appropriate title? Uh, I mean, he's he's got some he's got some thick cheeks, man. When he claps, he claps. So I'm wondering why they gave cheeks but no balls. No, right? That's the exact thing I was thinking. That's my first thought. That was right my there. first like, thing. I was like, why does this guy have no balls? Uh, yeah. I feel Angron would be uh, the steroid bodybuilder type, so he would just—he uh, <laughs> like, still has though, bro. Everything. Wow. Yeah, but they're—they're they're tiny. They're, no. I think they're in there. No, they're not the existent on no, this. No, dude, they're massive. They're yeah, massive. He is fully people. intact. <laughs> he's got big balls, like and proportionate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I will say he does have a little bob tail. Um, yeah, no. What are your thoughts on the change? So, like, honestly, this guy did he did a great job in this model. He reposed him, moved him down. Uh, he did sculpt his entire ass out of his stuff. That is a <laughs> that's committed right there. Ass. Yeah. And he felt like he needed to put the tail on there too. I don't understand why there's enough. Uh, uh, all right. Why? Why do you think there's enough to make him look like a circus freak? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mark. Mark Murphy in the comment with the joke of the episode yet again. You can't see his balls because no. he's angry on his oh, God, even if it- perfect, that it's great. <laughs> Bravo, sir. Well done. I mean that really. This is not sarcasm. I am. No, no, that was a sincere. very good joke. Yeah, yes. Uh, the small perfect. tail is a bit um, off-putting. I have to say, it makes me uncomfortable. Off-putting. Yeah, it makes me very uncomfortable. Is do you it- think it? Do you think it moves? Yeah. Well. When he walks, like, I guess. Like yeah. wiggles? Yeah, probably. Like the, it. Do you think it, it wags like a little bulldog tail? When he gets excited, it just it wags. Yeah. When it cuts up, he's up to a good enough point here. We're going to. Oh, great. We're, we're trying that. We're trying that. <laughs> the, the, yeah, okay, great. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. It's all good. We're going from there. Uh, Let's, let's keep going. Uh, I like this. We, we spent about 20 minutes on technical issues. Let's just kind of keep the episode going at a clip of a pace here. Uh, the next one here is called Feet Nose. 
just to if I nope, no, it's not I lie. The yeah, next one like. here is is corn versus angron is like your mom versus your stepdad is what I titled this one here. Yeah. Uh, it says here angron challenge corn to a duel and corn accepted. How can you make angron win? Someone asked this on Reddit. My favorite answer was. <laughs> Corn slips, slips on 50,000 banana peels consecutively would be the only way that he would win hmm. or, or lose to Ang Angron. Uh, Danny, Corn versus Angron, how's that fight going? The pitcher does are you, not. Are you asking me, you know, a demon Primarch, if he can fight uh, the Chaos God <laughs> that gives him all of his power? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. What are some I, ways I don't know, Angron man. could win? <laughs> it's a mystery. <laughs> Uh, okay, so here's a here's a question. It's a, it's a theme okay. that we've been putting through. Uh, does corn have balls? Oh, he's got balls. No, I don't <laughs> think so. Oh, we got a. He's a literal we're embodiment of rage. Rage <laughs> is stored in the balls. Yeah. No, oh my god, John, you've never felt true rage. The one that burns your heart. <laughs> no, that's only burns my balls. balls. Yeah, the rage burns <laughs> that's deep chlamydia. inside my scrotum. That's chlamydia. <laughs> Oh, God. Again, guys, uh, a couple weeks from now, we're not going to be allowed on this network. So. Yeah, <laughs> All these jokes have been in, in hiding for the last year and a half. So. <laughs> it only gets worse. Yeah. There's no quality yeah. here. Uh, but we're going we're to move on because, uh, as Danny said, Good. the idea of a literal god of anger losing to his avatar of anger uh, is probably silly. not going to happen. Yeah. Kind of silly. Uh, speaking of silly, uh, Kragnos is an Age of Sigmar model. Beautiful model, Danny. I, uh, I love that model. God of Destruction. I'm going to show you this, this picture here. Um, the, the description is called Feetnos. Uh, I so already Gargans, don't like where this is going. <laughs> so said the Gargans, we don't like Kragnos because he has hooves, not feet. Challenge accepted. It's a good job Ugh. Gargant feet scale perfectly to Kragnos. <laughs> This upsetting creature is an example of how it takes a community to raise a child. Converted by Layla Craven, uh, a phenomenal job, by the way. Painted by Pete McMullen, again, phenomenal job. Uh, they also give thanks to Jack Thorpe for providing the fee. Jake, <laughs> Jack Thorpe, you don't want providing the fee. Uh, Jake Bowley for unleashing yeah, it upon the store and the entire AOS background team for moral support. Um, the, the apparently the quote attributed to the rest of the AOS studio was just because you can doesn't mean you should, which feels <laughs> like it's a rule that should go across to the 40k design team at some time. Um, but Danny, yeah, what are we expecting to see from Feetnos? I expect so. First of all, if you want to make people think that you're not Quentin Tarantino, you need to cool it with this feet stuff, man. Like <laughs> at this point, I literally don't care. <laughs> no, um, to... I'm, I'm I'm ready to be uncomfortable, John. That's how I'm feeling, and I know I'm going to be uncomfortable. Dicky, are you ready to be uncomfortable? I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go. Yeah, beautiful. Let's, let's pull it on up here. Let's pull it on up. Whoa. Oh, come Danny. on with the fur. That <laughs> makes it so much worse. <laughs> so, Danny, what are we looking at here? He's so they've taken Kragnos and given him bare giant feet, <laughs> but like they, he just clipped out the, the hooves and like has glued the feet to the fur, like the, the fedox. Is that what those are called on a horse mm -hmm. or fetlocks? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Anyway, like it is still, oh man, it is really weird. And it's so it looks like he has like, yeah. 
Yeah, it's, it's so off putting because yeah. there's no fur <laughs> hair on the feet. So, like, just, just a mane around his ankles. ankles. <laughs> I like to think that the, the gauntlets, the bracers, actually have the fur attached as a fashion statement. Oh, rather than him having random hair. But it's the ankles. same color as his other hair. <laughs> You can cut it off of there and make, right? You can make. Oh, oh yeah, John. Do you make a lot of hair jewelry? Is that is that what I'm hearing <laughs> yeah, from you? I, I sure do. I sure do. Oh, um, Jesus. I will say, can you imagine? Okay, two things really gross me out about this. Uh, one. He'd be really quiet. If he ran. The sound he would make moving yeah. and walking disgusts me. Uh, and then the image of those moving and walking. Also, quite disgusting because of the curve of the feet and the way. Yeah, just oh, I, yeah. I don't want to. I want to like uh, creepy. Would it be like there's the slapping of feet on tile? Would that yeah. be the but four? Yeah. yeah. Oh. If he were running down a hallway, but if he's just running in the grass and stuff, he's gonna be like, it's gonna be really quiet. Like that's gonna be really weird <laughs> to see something so big and quiet. Oh, that makes um, me really uh, uncomfortable. All I can imagine is the sound of two pairs of uh, flip flops on there. Just <laughs> oh god, <laughs> the whole time get syncopated like oh god. <laughs> oh, I will say it is really well done. It's just also incredibly disturbing. Um, oh man, next... Jay Cow with a, is that Dan Halen? Amazing <laughs> reference to Squidbillies. I'm, yes, it looks just like that, <laughs> doesn't it? Oh. It does. Yeah. It does. Man. Okay. Well, <laughs> now we know where you got that from. Uh, Danny, I want to need your help. You're an older yeah. gamer here. You've been playing this game for a long time. People are saying the game is so complicated now. There's all these books and rules and other things you have to remember. Uh, Danny, could you take us through this uh, next slide here, which is a picture of the shooting of vehicles rules from Road Trader? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> this appears to be some kind of a battle tech conversion to 40K. Um, <laughs> no, it's like they have this different chart that you roll of D12s for like row and column of where you hit this like wraith, this Eldar Dreadnought. I assume that's what this is. Yeah, Eldar Dreadnought. <laughs> oh my God, yes. that's so bizarre. I don't even yeah. under. So it wow. says here. There, there's a whole paragraph of rules about like how to use this. The shooter is firing a missile launcher with targeter at an Eldar Dreadnought 48 inches away and moving at 12 inches, 9 charge rate. The shooter has a BS of 4, plus 1 for the targeter, a minus 1 because of a fast target, equals a total target shift score of 4. Uh, I'm already lost, but we're going to oh, keep going. Okay, I see what happens. All right, so you can shift the square 4 spaces from what you roll. Okay. So the firer aims at the Dreadnought's head, a centrally placed target, which maximizes his chance of hitting. The rolls are three and six, indicating a miss. The player can shift the hit by four spaces towards the aiming point. So he can shift the hit by four spaces towards the aiming point, or he can go either seven, six, the engine, or three, seven, another miss. In this situation, the player decides to adjust his hit position from the three, six point to the seven, six point, and attempts to knock out the Dreadnought's engine. Um, how are we feeling about 9th edition 40k now uh, compared to these old shooting rules? I mean, all right. Do you want me to be real about 9th edition? Because I yes. just, it's getting bloated. Mm -hmm. Like, 
kind of like it i i'm i'm looking forward to if some of the rumors that they've produced in the last couple of days that you've seen around whoa okay are, well let's 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 hold on danny real quick we're gonna dicky throw up the next slide here yeah, this yeah, is yeah, a yeah, really yeah. important thing we need to because our, our listeners aren't really super used to this here yeah. um this is a general warning there's yep. going to be actual discussion okay. of the game of warhammer forty thousand ahead um uh, i'm sorry uh we, we front loaded with the dick jokes and now there's going to be actual discussion uh of the okay. game yeah. of Warhammer. Uh, and the Sorry. first thing we're going to do, because you said the game is getting kind of bloated now, I would agree. Um, there's definitely that end of edition creep coming in. Uh, coming hot yeah. off the heels of a random Discord today, uh, we got 10th edition rumors. Uh, so let's kind of pull this up here from what we saw. Uh, we have uh, 10th edition playtester here. GW, F me over. <laughs> so I decided to break my NDA to F them. Um, <laughs> one, uh, as a playtester, how are you getting fucked over? Um the, 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 the check bounce because well, so i was gonna you. say like yeah. the lack of pay was that- <laughs> kicked him right out they were like all right thanks for your work see ya buddy and then he's were not going to see any more rules were they just Probably like that. can i have a new swarm lord model and they're like no and I'm like all right i'm gonna leak everything <laughs> um but <laughs> some of the stuff he said is generic warlord trade and relics that every army has access to uh including a cp refund plus one safe a mastercrafted weapon are we feeling about more generic stratagems uh, for people to use? Cool. Yeah, I think it's cool. Yeah, more generic strats is great. I think, the, and like every army sh- should probably have options like that. I think mm-hmm. that's only fair. Um, and uh, I, I, I can't wait to see. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, I like, yeah. I like that change so far. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, generic relics for everyone is a super great idea. Uh, better generic warlord traits, I think, is great because the ones in the current edition main book are kind of lackluster. Yeah. Um, okay. We have more generic stratagems that mostly everyone has access to, including character fight on death, aspect scan, combat revival with medic keyword, and kind of going through there. Uh, what is this? So these first couple of points here with the more generic warlord traits and relics and stratagems. What does this say to you about kind of the direction that you think 10th is going based on these? So uh, I, I hope we get something kind of like, uh, I don't know, uh, like some of the boarding action rules for units in like Arcs of Omen, where they mm-hmm. show like, you get like a little page of strats, like some cool enhancements that you can do. So that would be like relic warlord trait, and then like maybe three options for each, like they did with world eaters. Yeah. Um, and then a little blurb about what their special rules are. Um, and that's honestly, I think that's really good. I think the simplification kind of makes it more accessible to more people to concentrate more on the gameplay aspect of it rather than like the wombo combo, uh, like exploitive nature that can sometimes happen. I think there's a lot of benefits there and really understanding what everything does to a pretty high degree is I think really good. Hmm. Yeah. Wow, oh, John, great, that's great. really great. John. Yeah. Wonderful. Can't. <laughs> can't. Oh, it happened again. You're getting so it serious, too. I kind of like. <laughs> that's the back. best. Bringing it back. Boom. Back into the titty we go. Yeah. Yeah. Just the awful audio. Uh, so we're saying here also says here 10th edition will bring back indexes uh, with all armies, stratagems, and warlord traits being massively scaled back. Uh, how do you feel about this? Because this is now a complete reset, just two editions after the last reset. Cool. And uh, I don't even, like, how much of a real whole reset is it, though? Yeah. Like, I guess we'll have to see if, like, a lot of rules are changing or if stats are changing. Like, we don't know any of that stuff. We just kind of have some of these really kind of generic comparisons right now. 
Yeah. Mm. But I'm excited to find out like if it's but I'm I'm cool with either way. Like I think it keeps the game game fresh. Um and there's always new stuff to be figuring out. And uh yeah, I think that's great. I'm real glad I didn't um, shill out seeing... for that uh that collector's world eater uh, codex as uh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we did see though that um kind of the i think the world leader codex was the in, initial kind of uh, boarding point for 10th edition honestly, yeah from the, the way these rumors are we have uh warlord traits really scaled back relics yeah. really scaled back strats really scaled back yeah um overwatch it says here action, like yeah it says, that, which is interesting sub factions are gone and replaced with custom traits. Uh, sub-faction flavors relegated to special characters providing rules. And Danny, we saw this with World Eaters. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with like Angron and, and Guard having very specific uh, Warlord traits. Yep. And Guard as well. Guard was exactly mm-hmm. the same way. Hmm. Right? Um, yeah. I'm, I, I'm cool. I, you know, like, of course I'm sad to see like some of the stuff go. But if that's the way they wanted to do it to like, if you wanted to make like, for instance, I've been playing like Craft Worlds a lot lately. So, like, if mm-hmm. I wanted to make my army an Ulthway army, like, I could pick things that I wanted rather than being locked into that particular, like, color scheme equals these mm-hmm. rules, which mm-hmm. is kind of nice for people who want to, like, try out different stuff. Uh, we have here, OPSEC is gone. Objectives are controlled based on the number of starting wounds with troops counting as double. What are your take on OPSEC being gone? Eh, I mean... Not, I'm not saying it wasn't. In, it was a very important keyword, and the either the addition or the removal of that keyword was a big deal. But I can see maybe the push towards maybe more troops, right, with double uh, double wounds. Like, I don't know. I'm looking at uh, my eight bound, and I'm super happy they have three wounds. Uh, so yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and then the last one here, Danny, that he brings up as a, as a leak is the turret rule is generic now. So nearly every vehicle has at least one turret. Cool. I think that's neat. I mean, I'd want to see how that played out. Uh, I I guess I haven't taken in all the considerations of that, but not necessarily being able to lock tanks in combat to prevent them from doing anything makes tanks a lot better. Mm Mm-hmm. Because let me tell you, like how good it feels. Like uh, I mostly play assault armies, being able to nullify an entire opponent's army by just. (laughs) Like but consolidating into a tank, yeah. I'd be like, okay, you can maybe punch me. You have like a, uh, I don't know, like a one in thirty-six chance uh, of actually hitting me, um, and in return, right. you just can't fire at anything that isn't me. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. That's a real big feels bad, and kind of that goes away with it. Um, but yeah, so like that's kind of what what has been sort of discussed as being as sort of coming for ten. Um, nothing's been announced. Uh, I know. Mike Brandt at LVO was like, yeah, nothing's planned, nothing's coming, but also GW staff, please don't take a vacation in the last week of June, uh, <laughs> right about the 40th anniversary of Warhammer. Uh, so I think a lot of us could believe something is coming, um, but who knows when and if. But hopefully, uh, like I said, I like a lot of this stuff. The, a lot of the generic strats, uh, I think, are going to be better for the game uh, and really let you dive into your faction rather than just turbo-tuning it to one or two things. Yeah. Fingers crossed, anyway. Uh, Danny, we're going to move forward here. Cool. I called this one um, conspiracy theory time. Um, I covered this person's name because we just don't want to deal with the comment section again, and I really didn't have time to prep you for this, Danny. Uh, so this, <laughs> the, the, this random person I put up here. Yeah. 
Uh, the Games Workshop did not want to release the squad of berserkers on Juggernauts alongside the Lord Evictus because uh, mm. they knew people uh, would just buy the box of three berserkers and convert their own lords. So they pulled the Juggerserkers from the book and sold the Lord Invo only to re-release the Codex in early 10th edition alongside the new kids. Danny, thoughts? <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of assumptions there. Um, I mean, I'm I'm not sure. Like, there's what the basis of this is. Are are there are there mentions of them in the World Leaders Codex? The in the fluff, uh, Lord yeah. Mikatis, there's uh, there's lean toward their units of jugger. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. I I mean I don't know. Like maybe something was hard about getting that kit produced like enough like enough in time or maybe they wanted to spread out the release so they could you know yeah, like totally. give a nice release to world eaters like in the future something to add or maybe even in a new like campaign book or something like that release rules for them now dickie you built a lord avocado yeah um does this brew lend itself to being reused with like another unit or is it all kind of mixed into no you, it's at the the box is amazing, actually. So you can build uh, avocado and also a second jugger lord. Just no jugger, obviously. So if you can grab a, a juggernaut oh. from a, a, a skull cr- a crusher, I guess they're called. So yeah, sure. uh, you could totally, literally just build two lords with one kit. So, I mean... Two lords, one kit, by the way, is our next week episode title. <laughs> yeah, write that down. <laughs> Put that on the whiteboard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Um, I will say, though, like it does have like a little bit of credence, sort of, um, if you kind of only consider, like, compare it to, say, the Imperial Knight release, where that book did release with just two unit entries. Yeah. And then it came out later down with one upgrade sprue coming to it. Um, but I don't think that's, I think this is just sort of more like a staged release, more along the line of the Lumineth throughout Lords, right? I think Danny? it just comes down to Where time, have- right? Like, time and they probably look at the amount of new kits so the there's the eight bound which make eight bound and exalted yeah. there's the jugger lord which i mean we, we, we just talked about there's the new zerkers which we've been waiting what how long for um yeah a million years and, and like the over cult, 20 years and the cultists and angron so that's a good amount of kits for for people to grab paint up and, and sure. play with right so I, yeah. I think it makes sense that they would stagger these things. I yeah. only imagine that uh, Votan will have another release at some point with other things, right? So, yeah. How do you feel as a World Eaters player being staggered like this and not being like, here's all of your stuff and you're not going to get anything else released for another seven years? Fun. My, you like edging, Dicky. My, my wife, my wife <laughs> thanks GW for staggering these, oh. these releases. <laughs> good. That was, oh, yeah, yeah, good, good. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's let's unserious it a little bit here. Let's skip to slide eighteen, uh, as this is not necessarily forty k related, but I enjoyed it. Um, this slide here says, "I swear, nothing in this whole entire world smells better than the person you love." And the guy's like, "Have you ever walked by a Cinnabon?" Um, <laughs> Danny, right. what does your favorite Warhammer faction smell like? <laughs> what? Um, I I don't know. Probably slavery slavery so so wait before saying anything else dinky with only the information that this faction smells like slavery yeah uh which is that like a cinnamon is is that like a vanilla or or maybe 
but Maybe. probably more like excrement and death. Oh yeah, and sadness no, and oppression. Yeah. It's not. It's no Bath and Body Works best-selling yeah. uh, flavor. Um, Dinky, what faction is it that smells like slavery? Dark Eldar, I guess, would make sense. I mean, yeah, those are my favorite models for sure. Yeah, it's true. Oh, okay. You said uh, Warhammer we're... faction. I was thinking Dark Elves. Oh, yeah, oh nice nod to fantasy. There, we got our fantasy, fantasy nod. Thing. Yeah, okay. That's fair. Uh, Dicky, uh, what, what, what is your favorite faction that smells like? Oh, well, I feel yeah, like I this is a pretty easy... Yeah, yeah, it would, I guess, coppery... Uh, yeah. Uh, red. I don't know. It's, uh, I do I remember um, an LVO uh, on one of the the days that everything might not have been working as well as it was, and uh, yeah. Val was getting pretty stressed with how everything was going. Um, I did stop by the GW booth uh, and, and yeah. stood in line to purchase him the candle that was corn, which was the scent of anger. <laughs> um. <laughs> But luckily, the line was too long. Otherwise, I feel I would have had a candle uh, thrown mm. in my face. Yeah. Um, okay, here we go. So, Crip Shadow in chat saying, his smells like Italian food. Oh. Uh, what what faction is that? What, but yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> is he em- Empire? I, I'm trying to go back like into a fantasy here. Well, I guess it could be Dogs of War. Oh, like I do Italians. love me some Dogs of War. It's Ultramarines, oh, the most Italians. Oh. So I don't know if it is or not, but you know, the Marius Calgar. Are we shows, sure they're Italians? Like Marius Calgar be... just shows up to the battle, like, "Hey, Italians, oh, get off of my planet!" That's what that's oh, what Marius Calgar God. sounds like I in all the that's audiobooks. What a Macragian like <laughs> accent sounds like. <laughs> oh boy, that it's would like honestly. The... All right. I want to reread a Cato. <laughs> my my head canon and can't deal with this right now. Yeah. And think about him speaking in an Italian accent, like when he says, I'm Cato Sicarius. <laughs> I'm a Cato Sicarius. It's just like that Italian themed pizza chef we paid to to mess up a message to get uh, oh, we the, need to the get the that guy crew. back. Yeah. We need to get that guy back. Yeah. Uh, Luigi makes the best pizza. Uh, that's going to be uh, Patreon stretch goals in a few weeks. It's just ridiculous cameos explaining Warhammer rules. Fantastic. Um, I love it. Uh, we're going to move on here yep. uh, to slide 21. Uh, we're going to let it out of order here. Is this it, it says here, using some beautiful... <laughs> no, no, <laughs> okay. it's, no, we already did crunchy. We already did crunchy. Oh. 21. Was, yeah, let's uh, save that for another time. You, type, yeah, you, you uh, say the first thing and I'll find it. <laughs> so it says here, it's a beautiful piece of Goonhammer art. Uh, and it says, the real reason the Emperor didn't make the Primarchs female is because he knew how y'all would behave around 12-foot-tall muscular chicks with daddy issues. Yeah. Um, Danny, how would people behave around 12-foot-tall muscular chicks with daddy you issues? You know, John, we've seen this um, from that Resident Evil game. Um, mm-hmm. People are mm-hmm. just absolutely irresponsible. Um, it's it's sad. It's a sad commentary. And uh, I'm really glad the Games Workshop had the foresight and the fortitude, most importantly, <laughs> to, hold, to, hold, to, to hold the line. Yeah. <laughs> so check and chat letting us know and don't forget to bring a nice bowl of pasta to share with your battle brothers after the fight it will keep your strength up and your spirits high a famous Cato Sicarius quote yeah. that's in the book somewhere yeah it's just a, that's why Chris that. Pratt Chris Pratt with his amazing Mario accent is going to play uh Gulliman in the the Warhammer TV oh my god please <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, there's another shocker. There's going to be another uh, thing here uh, in slide 23. Just found out a shocker for two years now. 
I was oblivious to the crooked techniques of Games Workshop. I don't know what I'm going to do. Today, I turned my Scorpius upside down and found out GW saves money from the bottom plate of my tank. How dare they? <laughs> so sad that back in the day, all the Justice Warriors were not here to let me know I was wronged by the evil corporation. Uh, Danny, is this sarcasm? No, John, this is this is real. Oh. You know, he's 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 really upset that he's been wronged by Games Workshop. It's unbelievable the shortcuts that they took to make a hovercraft tank look realistic and not weigh a pound. Yeah. <laughs> What's your take on these here? Like bottomless models, just like Olive Garden, the Ultramarine's favorite restaurant. As a bottomless salad and breadsticks. These are uh, bottomless models. Uh, we now see the Rogue Dorn tank. We've seen it in the past with the Sakaris. Um, does it bother you uh, that uh, these models are coming out, in some people's words, incomplete? You know, it doesn't bother me uh, as, as much as I thought it would. Um, let's put it that way. Oh, wow. Because have you assembled yours yet, or is it pile of shamed? Uh, it is still shaped like a box. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh. Schrodinger's tank. The bottom is both missing and complete. Who knows? Dude, it could be in the box. The we don't know. Craft. We don't know. Like, Who knows? I, I think it's fine. Like, ultimately, people aren't moving stuff like models upside down anymore to show that they're blown up. So, like, who cares if the bottom isn't painted? Mm. Like, I haven't painted the bottom of a tank in years. It's true. I've sprayed it black and forgotten about it. Um, moving on here. Uh, this is just a phenomenal conversion job I saw uh, that reminded me. I thought it was based on a Kiss TV show, but it's not. Uh, it's Whoop Whoop. It's the sound of the Space Police. Uh, you can find them on Instagram at Kevlar <laughs> and Clank. Uh, Danny, what are we looking at? I thought that was the sound a Juggalo made. Oh. Whoop Whoop. There is no Fuego here. Uh, this is just... Uh, Dude. Uh, I had some Fago like for lunch this weekend. It was felt it tasted very cheap. It was oh, amazing. Okay. Um are you telling me a product that the, the insane clown <laughs> posse produced at endorse is cheap? <laughs> are How you telling dare me dare you, sir? Backyard wrestling federation owning <laughs> band of <laughs> rap musicians endorsed soda was cheap. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what are your takes on these conversions? They take a lot of cool vehicles here, make a lot of different things. Uh, I gotta say, the guy on the bottom left, I don't know where that base vehicle is from. Um, but it's a toy, it's gotta be like a toy, random toy, right? Yeah, what yeah, do you the, feel about the uh, the Pope mobile on the right? That's you don't think that's a prison cell? Oh, it is, but why, <laughs> why put him up like that? To show, is he a yeah, <laughs> to, to show people. <laughs> Don't mess with us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah, he could be famous like a Oh, he could be a famous criminal. Yeah. It's yeah, it's just very famous. Um, beautiful. Dude, I love it. Um, I wanna I wanna round up. Um at LVO. Um I was told of this amazing movie, uh by one of the Dice Chat crew, uh Garrett. And it was a Nicolas Cage movie, which was quite phenomenal. It's called Prisoner of the Ghostland. Um, it is completely insane. It makes very little sense, but I do recommend it. It's going to be my first John's pick, which is a segment we're never going to do again. Yeah. Uh, but Nicolas Cage You're going to has to go do this every week. <laughs> he's going to have to go. He has to go rescue 
his uh, a, a warlord's granddaughter. And to encourage him to do so, he's forced to wear a black leather suit that has a bomb, uh, two bombs on his neck, a bomb on each arm, and a bomb on each testicle. And if he has impure each thoughts... One? Yeah, he has two bombs, one on each testicle. Hmm. If he has impure thoughts or thoughts of harming this woman, uh, then the testicle bomb will blow up. Um, and I made my wife watch it, and it didn't make any sense, but it was quite wonderful. You should definitely <laughs> check that out. Sounds great, actually. It's beautiful. Danny, any recommendations before we kick out of here? Uh, no, John, I've got no... I, I don't have time to consume media at this point in my life. That's fair. Fair. Wow. Dickie, any recommendations you want to throw out there that's not Last of Us? Uh, yeah, like, uh, watch all the shows. Like, we got, uh, well, I mean, this is our last kind of go-around with uh, Signals and uh, Thursday show for me, anyway. And then uh, come join yeah. us on, on Monday, I think. We're do, still doing Mondays, right? Yeah, so, well, so next Monday is going to be our last show on the Frontline yep. Gaming Network. Yep. Uh, I'll, I'll probably put a little QR code somewhere on the screen next week uh, for, for where to sign up, but we're going to keep on doing this episode. Uh, it's going to be weekly still. Yeah. Uh, we're still going to have the same low quality. Um, Mike dropping sons the, of guns. Yeah. If you've noticed, uh, if you're a follower of Danny and I's uh, old show Mob Rules, you might have noticed that the, their Patreon, uh, their Discord, uh, their YouTube channel, everything's been renamed to Grim yeah. uh, about three weeks ago. So did you really notice? Um, that, that's the true thing to ask. Um, but, yeah, oh, yeah. Let's throw this up here. Let's go back to, to slide number uh, 17. This is going to be like our, our penultimate week. So next week is our last episode of Grim After Dark on the FLGN. Uh, after that, you can find us here. Uh, we're going to keep going, uh, whether you want us to or not. Yeah. Um, we're really excited to kind of... What are you most excited for, Dickie, apart from only working one day a week now? I'm really excited. Editing one video, producing one show. I'm going to have so much time. I don't even know what to do with it. That's fair. Danny, what are you excited for? Go ahead. You know, I'm excited to just uh, really embrace our newfound freedom. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't want anything coming back on Frontline for my bad takes. So uh, maybe, I, maybe I can try and up the amount of bad takes that i provide that's that'll be a segment danny's bad takes as well as your hot takes i'm sorry dickie you were you were saying before i really cut you off no 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 it's good it's good, it's good no I, I it's all good we'll talk about no it i'm genuinely i think i'm most excited uh for the hanging pains uh, we've been talking about yeah this for a while. yeah we're yeah. i, I, I think really that'll do be that'll be a, a lot of fun and then that'll be a way for val uh to put uh Warhammer Fantasy uh, on our streams. We got uh, we Chris Shadow coming in with a super chat, <laughs> with a little super chat here at the end. Uh, Grim is leaving uh, because GW showed John Zangron. Uh, yeah, <laughs> You're too like, famous. I'm too famous. Like their paint studio. By the way, guys, if you want a good commission paint army, let me tell you about Frontline Gaming. Uh, they have a fantastic commission army, and they even paint the bases of the base rims. Yeah, and you when, don't have to try for the John effect. You won't have to worry about that. No, no, and so as soon as this show got got bigger because we showed an unrimmed model, they're like, we can't be associated with this. Don't you start with those rim jokes yeah, at well, the end of the episode. Rim, <laughs> rimming <laughs> is mandatory at the the Frontline Gaming Network. Huh. Okay. Is that, is that the, what we're calling it? Rimming? All right. Well, painting the rim. Well, yeah. what else would you call it? I don't, you don't know. You don't rim? I don't know. It's just real close to another thing that I'm worried about. I can't hear no. you. I can't hear Danny. <laughs> 
this is, this is yeah, perfect. 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 It's perfect. Good. Well, we're going to wrap this up here, guys. Um, that's all the time we have for today's episode of Grim After Dark. Uh, thank you for joining us. And we explored the grim darkness of the 41st millennium and beyond. Uh, remember to follow us uh, pretty much everywhere at 40K Grim. Uh, you can find us on YouTube. Uh, you can find us on Patreon, all the places, 40K Grim. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Leave a review if you enjoyed the show. After next week, they can be one star for all we care. But up until that point, <laughs> five stars all the way. Uh, so until next time, stay safe. Stay warhammered, and remember, it's going to be pretty grim after dark. Rimming. <laughs>